Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I have an exclusive interview today with Teddy Mellencamp from The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. I'm so excited to chat with her. The premiere episode was amazing five-star TV. Started off with drama, got us right in the mix. I felt more alive than ever before watching it. And I have so many questions for Teddy because that premiere left me with more questions than answers. So I need to know all about the dog situation. I need to know about that fight with Kyle when Ken was yelling, Goodbye, Kyle! (laughs) I don't know if that's a good impression of Ken. I do a good impression of Ken when he's napping. Remember that scene last week when he was just taking a nap on camera? I do a good impression of that. You guys can't hear it, but as soon as we're done here, I'll be doing that impression. (laughs) Goodbye, Kyle! (laughs) It's a terrible impression. Anyway, the point is, I have lots of questions for Teddy, and I'm so excited about this season. I think there's drama, there's excitement. You know, at the end of last season, I was calling for cast changes, and looks like I was wrong. I think I was wrong, because this season looks thrilling, Look, did I call Teddy Mellencamp boring last season? Maybe. But as always, I change at the drop of a hat with these women. Sometimes I love them, sometimes I might call them boring. But you know what? I have turned a corner with Teddy, and I'm very excited about what's to come. I just feel like there's going to be a lot to this whole cast dynamic between Kyle, LVP, Teddy. Excited about Denise. I want to ask Teddy about Denise. Goodbye, Kyle. Get the I have so many questions. So many questions. So I'm going to chat with Teddy in a second. Before I do, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click the become a patron button. And for $4 more per month, you get access to all of the bonus episodes. And more importantly, you're just helping support this podcast. So thank you to all that are over there. I'm doing at least one bonus episode a month. That's what I'm promising. I'm sorry to keep talking about it, but you know what? I got to pay the rent. <laughs> got to pay these utility bills. I'm not getting paid to nap on camera like Ken. I got to pay the bills. So <laughs> thank you to all that are over there. What else? I will have a Vanderpump Rules recap later on after the episode airs. And then I'm hoping to do a recap of The Real Houses of Beverly Hills every week, every episode. So I'm going to do my best to add that in, and we're still recapping Lohan Beach Club. So, you know, it's a lot of content. I apologize if you're tired of hearing my voice. But I'm going to try to separate them as much as I can, so you could just listen to the ones you want. Without further ado, let's, let's talk to Teddy. I'm so excited. Ah, I'm thrilled. Oh, and you guys, P.S., I'm also very excited to talk about Jessica Simpson, because, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jessica Simpson sampled Teddy's father's song in her song, I Think I'm in Love. So I'm very excited to chat about that. You know, I love my queen, Jessica Simpson, who's going through a really rough time with her pregnancy right now. She's breaking toilets left and right. I don't know if you're following on Instagram, but she's broken several toilet seats. So, you know, I'd like to keep the conversation alive about Jessica Simpson. So I'm going to bring it up with Teddy. (laughs) Anyway, let's bring her up. 
Okay, guys, I'm here with Teddy Mellencamp, the beautiful all-in Teddy. Teddy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that you're back on the show. Thanks. Because the last time you were on your, the show, there oh, was like some drama. Okay. I might have agreed. You, I think you agreed. <laughs> I probably agreed. But last season was a little boring. Do, did you think it was a little boring? Well, I would say compared to this year, I mean, it's so different. It's craziness. Right. Right. I mean, the premiere was so good. Like, it was thrilling. It, I mean, you. I can't even put it into words how many different ups and downs there were this year. Right. Right. I want to ask you all about the premiere, but before I do, I want to talk about like some health and fitness stuff. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. So has your business like just completely grown since last season? Like where is it? Where is it at now? So, I mean, when I started Housewives, I had about 40 clients. I could run about 40 clients myself. And then I had one additional coach. And then now I have over 40 coaches. We have thousands of clients. And the coolest thing about it is every single one of my coaches was a client. Wow. So, I mean, it's just insane. I mean, I, I love it. I It keeps me so excited. It keeps me staying on track right. because I have to now. Right. Well, I noticed like I've completely gone off track this past year. I've been really busy, but I used to have like this close group of friends and we would keep our each other accountable. You know, it wasn't like a... Uh, you know, it wasn't a sign up thing. It was just like a, we would always work out together. Right. And then one of the friends moved and I noticed it's just like a, a total shift. And you kind of, I, I feel like it'd be very beneficial to have someone just being like, get your ass to the gym right now. Well, I think it, it helps you to have somebody that's going to tell you, Hey, you know what? Last night you gave me this plan. So why is the plan changing? And what are we going to do to flow with the new plan? Because you just giving up on you isn't going to work. Right. Right. So tell me about the business. So people sign up. So you sign up first, there's a two week jump start, And what holds people accountable, you know, people will come and say like, oh, you know, you charge so much or whatever, but we are on call to you all of the time. So we're in constant communication. If you sign up for the two week jump start, you have to have breakfast in by 10, lunch in by two, dinner in by eight, your workouts in. And if you don't, you're out of the program. So you're losing your money. And that's what really holds you accountable. Because at first, you're not, you haven't changed a habit. You haven't shifted your life. You just, you want to. You have that idea that you want to. So it's the money that is holding you accountable. Because no uh, matter how much money you have, nobody wants to throw away money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you go into the monthly program. And uh, until you get to goal or until you get to a place where you feel like you don't need it anymore. And then after you've graduated or whatever from the program... Then you can still like send in your weekly check-ins with us. Like we don't charge for that. We just want to know that you're staying on track. Right. So how did this come about? Like what made you start this company? You know, so it started out really just with me. I have fluctuated weight my entire life. I've done every fad diet there was. I've been over 200 pounds. I've been too thin. Like it, it really doesn't matter. I've been all ends of the spectrum because I have anxiety and I would cope by food. Right. And so... After I had my son was another time where I was, you know, I'd really gained a bunch of weight and I didn't lose it. Like I lost a fair amount, but I just didn't drop all the weight. And so I didn't really talk to anybody about it, but I got like pretty down about how I was feeling about myself. It got to the point where like I'd be in pictures with my kids and like I try to cover my entire self and then like still want to facetune myself to not. Right. And I'm like, what am I doing? This is not healthy. This is not right. And so I started this like Instagram and I just to hold myself accountable. Yeah. And then it started developing a following. This was way before Housewives. And first it was just exercise. 
And I realized, okay, I've, I've, you know, I lost a good amount of weight. I'm now feeling better because I'm exercising every day, but I didn't see the full shift until I started changing the way I ate Mm -hmm. and the way I thought about food before food and alcohol was like, I deserve this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this because I deserve it. I had a bad day and it just became an unhealthy relationship with food. Once I started saying like, no, this is about balance. And okay, if I'm going to drink tonight, I'm not going to have dessert and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And if so-and-so doesn't like it, that's really on them. Right, right. And so, yeah, that's how it started by me just doing it myself. And then I started with a small group of friends where I was like, hey, I just want to do this test. Yeah, let's try it out. Let's try it out. And I I put their before and afters on my Instagram, and that's how business was formed. You mentioned anxiety, and you were so open about it on your Instagram. And I talk about it. I have anxiety, too, and I've suffered from depression in the past. And I noticed such a link between when I'm exercising so regularly and I'm, like, really on top of it. I'm so much happier and it's it's so much more beneficial to my mental health. Do you find that a lot of your clients are like that? I find that a lot a lot of my clients are going through it as well, but they don't know what it is. Right. You know, a lot of the time, you know, anxiety, you know, sometimes you'll talk to people about anxiety and they're like, Oh, well, it's a choice and it's this and I feel this way and that's why, you know, but you know, I I don't want to say anything because I don't want to be judged. Yeah. Because, you know, everything should be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're open about it and you say, like, listen, it has it could be happening to you and you have no idea why right. doesn't even have to be triggered by something. But if you stay true to who you want to be and take care of yourself, it passes faster. Yeah. And you go, OK, yeah, I'm having a moment right now. I'm very anxious. I feel like so do you know when you feel like you're walking and you're in a cloud? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. spacey head. Like so I'll get like that. And I'm like, but if I'm running and I turn that music up and I like like lip sync karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel better. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's an instant mood lifter. I, I've been getting back into my exercise regime and it's like, my mood is just so much better. I don't feel that cloudiness. And yeah. It's like so much better. And eating too. Like I have trouble staying on track with my eating. What, what do you recommend? For the eating? biggest thing for me is things that are easy and like effortless yeah. for my life. Like that's people are like, how do you feel about keto or this or that? Uh, that's fine if to each if his easy. own. But for me, I need something that's sustainable for my life, for right. the rest of my life, because I can't. So eating clean. Wait, what meal plans do you like here? Like, do you get those, you I, know, those separate ones? Or? I don't get any. Okay. I, th- I do use this company, Gracefully Fed, because I eat soup for dinner a lot. Okay. And she makes delicious soups. Um, but other than that, I eat very standard, like things that I can effortlessly make. Like I'll have brown rice with veggies and avocado and like low sodium soy sauce. And it's like delicious lunch that I can make in two minutes. Not every meal has to be like a party. It's like some of the meals are just supposed to be fuel. Yeah. And yeah, once you start looking at it like that and as, and start looking at even for me, it was every time I was going to see somebody, it wasn't because I was excited to see them. It was, I was excited because, Oh, we're going to go here to eat this. (laughs) And once you start realizing like, maybe I should start thinking about being excited about seeing that person. And then you start getting, pickier with who you actually spend time with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I realize I'm scheduling lunches every day just because no. <laughs> I want to have an excuse to go out and eat junk. So how can people get involved in the, in your program? Um, you just can go on, um, all in by teddy.com and then you fill out the questionnaire and then we, we email back and make sure that you're ready. A, a big thing for us is we don't want to take, I would rather stay smaller and right. make sure that I'm setting people up to succeed, then take on everybody to the masses and people that aren't actually ready. And then I'm just taking their money. Would you ever do like a workout, pro, like a workout tape or something like that? I did. You did one. I did okay. one. I did a home one. Um, 
And it's for people that like travel a lot or have kids or, you know, don't have a gym membership. Not everybody lives in LA where they can go to Runyon whenever they feel like it right. because nine, nine times out of 10, the weather's good. And you, you know, you can just do it in your living room. Yeah. Um, have you, you've done the Peloton, I think. Oh, I have both. Wait, I have the so Peloton. how do you like the Peloton? Okay. So I love the Peloton bike. Okay. I, like obsessed. Like yeah. to me, that's amazing. It's just like being in one of the classes. Um, the Peloton tread I like, I'm not as obsessed because sometimes when I'm running, I don't want anyone to talk to me. You just want to listen to music. I just want to yeah. listen to music, but they do have that option where you can just go and Turn watch the don't- do they have like a, isn't there an iPhone app too, where if you there, don't have the bike, you can use it on some Yeah. Else? So, I mean, there's so many different options, but the, I mean, the treadmill's amazing. I just don't, Yeah. I, I don't know if I, if I was in a different situation, if I would have spent the money on it. Right. What about that mirror? I'm just asking yeah. about all these fitness things. Have you seen that mirror? <laughs> What's you know the I'm mirror? Talking? There's like a mirror you can hang up. It would like go a full wall mirror and you can choose. It's like touchscreen. You could choose different workouts like yoga. And then you just literally do it in front of this mirror. That's pretty cool. I haven't I, even seen that. I just saw it. I'm like obsessed with it. I, I was watching YouTube videos of it the other day. And <laughs> You're I'm like, it's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, uh, looking at it though. I'm like, I think I want that, but it's very, it's too expensive, but I, I'm very curious about it, and I'm wondering how people like it. I know. Now I need to spy on it. Um, so what was your was your low point after the kids where you were like, I need to make a change? That was Yes. Yeah. I mean, because before I was always very active, like, in riding horses, and I had other things, you know, that kept me busy and kind of kept my spiral more in control. Um, but after I had my kids and after I had my son and I was kind of silently struggling, I... I realized like this is I don't want to show this to my children. Yeah. I yeah. I want to show somebody that feels comfortable in her own skin. I want to show somebody that has a healthy relationship with food. Right. And I have to change. Yeah. Do you watch the other housewives? Like the other- I do now. I didn't yeah. before I joined, um but now, yes. Did you, I don't know if you saw on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, they kind of, it was a very small little moment, but Jackie and Dolores were talking about eating disorders. And I found it so refreshing because it's not something we normally see on the Housewives. And I find that myself and so many people that I know have food issues, you know, whether it be an eating disorder or something else sort of on the spectrum. And I just found it so refreshing. No, I think it's good to be, I mean, that's why I think it's best to talk about these things Mm -hmm. because regardless if it's an eating disorder or like when I talked about like my IVF issues or anything that we've struggled with anxiety, it lets people know that it's okay and you're not alone and you're going to work through it. If we all pretend that we've never had any issues and we're all perfect, it, it really sets up an unrealistic life. Yeah. That, you know, people see from outside that think, wow, you know, I wish I could be that, but I'm not because I have these problems or right. these issues. Are you more comfortable this season, like opening up about every, like all everything? Yeah. Everything. I mean, I think uh, the biggest thing for me when I first started and how I am in general, it, it's not that I've changed, but when I first get to know people, I'm quiet. I I like to kind of feel my bearings out. I like to understand the dynamics. I don't like to just push my opinion when I don't really know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So once I'm more comfortable and once I know you, then I speak up. Yeah. I mean, I like my like besties from high school were like, gosh, you were so quiet. Like, why are you so quiet? I'm like, cause I didn't think about like, if I had just met you guys, like I am quiet at yeah. the beginning, but like, and I'm, a whole new thing of like being on camera. And stuff. Yeah. And you're very, you know, I was like in my head a little bit, um, you know, so I'm still in my head because that's what anxious yeah. people do. But, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, no, I'm much more comfortable this year, and I have real friendships. Well, what was interesting, like, looking back on last season was that there wasn't a lot going on, and normally, like, a new housewife would go into the mix, and there'd be, like, more storyline already happening, and so they're folded in, and they're not expected to provide, like, a ton of storyline, but last season, there just wasn't a lot going on. But maybe there was more, like, simmering under the surface. Like, I think the Kyle LVP dynamic has always been simmering there. Yeah, I mean, I think... Last year was interesting to me. I really almost felt like I was like a spectator Mm -hmm. and I didn't really know what to expect. I hadn't watched any of the housewife shows. I really just went in like cold Turkey. And I think there are so many twisted dynamics because of the many, many years that, you know, some of these women have been friends or been on the show or whatever it is that I didn't understand, but I'm getting to understand better now. So, okay, we got to talk about this premiere. Like, what was Vanderpump? She said in in press and stuff that she wishes she wouldn't have returned. She said she should have taken the year off, I believe. I don't know the exact wording. Do you know anything about why she didn't take the year off? She was she would have been able uh, okay, to, Okay, right? so here's the thing. And I am not I am not putting aside somebody's grieving period or anything sure, like that. I have yeah. tons of empathy. But she filmed 3 months of Vanderpump Rules. Prior to the housewives filming, I don't think people really understand that, but those are that those are the facts. Yeah, you know, you know. So she had the opportunity to realize, okay, this is too much, much. and we're not under any, we're not being forced to to film. Right, right. You don't have to. And I can't. I mean, I we all have the same bosses, so I cannot imagine if she didn't want to that she would be forced. So I mean, we know from like the blogs and stuff, she doesn't film the whole season or she there's a certain point where she's just done and in the premiere we saw it was like two months earlier do you know will she be seen throughout the whole season or is that two month mark going to be in the middle of the season to be honest i truly don't know i only know when it comes to me and like when i stopped seeing her um and that's was that like halfway through i'm probably about halfway i i can't really it's all kind of a blur but i I do know that there's a point where I just never spoke to her again. Were you guys just showing up to set and not, and she just wasn't, she was on the call sheet, but not there? Well, we don't, we don't have set, Yeah, yeah. but we all have events and we all have things. And all I can say without giving away too much story is there was an, a situation that happened. And then after that, she just didn't respond or show up or anything yeah. like that. And now you had filmed a little bit of Vanderpump Rules with her. We saw you in a scene. And then did you say you were you were at the Daily Mail party? I was, which was interesting because she said in the first episode that we didn't talk in the at the Daily Mail party. But I mean, we did. I mean, we even filmed a scene. Filmed so I'm a like, scene. really? Yeah. I, I feel like we did. Um, but it's, you know. <laughs> in it's, her defense, she was a little drunk. <laughs> oh, it was at the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, but that was also a good amount of time prior to housewives filming. And I do need to clarify. I did not ask for my brother to get a job. I asked for him to get an interview. He got himself the job. Right. Right. Is he's not, is he working? He's not working there anymore. Was that because of like the, no, it's because he got a regular daytime job and working a daytime job and a nighttime job at the same time was too much. Okay. So I need to talk about this dog stuff. I'm very confused and I have my theories because we saw in that scene in the premiere, John, Sessa, I believe it's Sessa. Sessa. So he brought Dorit's ex dog on camera, which I want to say that I think it was maybe, you know, a bad idea for Dorit to give away the dog or whatever. But he brought the dog on camera and he seemed to be miked. 
And then he started talking about how it was Dorit's dog, and Lisa was like, no, don't. Like, she was trying to shut him down. But to me as a viewer, it seemed as though he must have been told to bring it up on camera or something. Well, okay. Let's just put it out there in this, you know, I can't give away too much of the show. Sorry. But, okay. We all know we're going to Vanderpump Dogs that day. We all know we're being filmed. The dog is there, and it's brought out. Yes. Exactly. You don't think that's planned? No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like watching (laughs) and I'm like, he's mic'd and he brought that specific dog out on camera and he's been on camera before. It wasn't like a, someone who's never been on camera before. So it was like, he obviously was doing something messy, but I don't, here's also the thing that I, I realized as I was watching the first episode, it was implied about how close my relationship with John Blizzard was and that I was doing all this talking about it. I want to be clear on something. I'm not innocent in this whole thing. There's going to sure. be more that bubbles up. I am not. I'm oh my not God, claiming I'm so excited. to be. But I've never, John Blizzard and I are friendly, like in that I've seen him at Vanderpump events and right. like we, you know, shoot the shit or whatever it is. But like, I've never hung out with him that is not at a Vanderpump type function. So that when Lisa like says to Drew, oh, well, Teddy was talking about it because she's so close with John Blizzard is like. Yeah, you're not. The, Let's let's reel it in. It was just there was so much going on. It was hard to follow. And I I look at reality TV as like, you know, from a behind the scenes angle. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This person's mic. Like that dog wouldn't have just been out. It all just seemed so fishy. And to me watching, it felt like on your face, you could see like, wait, why is he talking about it on camera? Or why is she saying no? Well, that, where I start to get shocked is when she starts the I don't want anybody to know about this. That's when I was... You could see it on your face. I was kind yeah. of understanding where everything was going until I saw the... What? I don't, I don't want anyone to know. I'm not having this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. like, you know, it just... More to come on that, but like the whole thing is very shady. The whole conversation between Kyle and Lisa about the Daily Mail party was confusing as a viewer, too, because Kyle did seem to get very upset about it, and it seemed like something else was going on. Well, did you read Kyle's blog? I didn't see it, but... Okay, so what she was saying was, she had already had, uh, like, a... I think this was on her blog, or maybe I just talked to her about it. But um, she and Lisa had already texted a bunch about the Daily Mail party. So the fact that then she's bringing it up while we're filming and making Kyle look bad, like triggered Kyle. Sure. sure. Because like, why are we saying that's all fine? You don't care that I'm there. Like they had a whole conversation about it. And she's like, it's not my party. It's daily mail's party. I don't care. And then the second we're on camera, she tries to make Kyle look bad. And that's what happens. All of a sudden, little things affect you a lot more because you realize, why is this person trying to make me look bad? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and we know from watching Vanderpump rules that it wasn't Lisa's open grand opening party it was like a daily mail party who she disinvited Kristen to from vander oh i don't, oh, I don't watch, watch it yeah. but <laughs> but so that was like a little it's like anyone who watches vanderpump rules knows that not everyone was welcome at that party so it was like a weird thing to see on beverly hills that she was saying why weren't you there and I then th- and then also i'm sorry oh I'm, go ahead go ahead <laughs> also on vanderpump rules she says tom and tom who are supposedly part owners of this place they weren't allowed to go to this restaurant before it opened like they weren't even allowed to be there during construction or anything so then when Lisa said to Kyle, well, I want you to see the place. It's like, well, the other owners aren't allowed to see it, but you're mad at your friend for not going. I, it it's just it, Here's the thing. And I think especially like if we're going uh, on the whole like uh, 
no matter if I'm grieving or not grieving, it is never an intention of mine to try to make my friends look bad. And I think you see two cases of that happening at Vanderpump Dog. And I think that that is now that I have gone back and done a little bit of research. Research. Ugh. There seems to be a pattern. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wait. So did you watch old seasons? I've been watching. Yeah. What do you think? You know, I think that I wish I would have watched them before. Right. <laughs> you know, I think that there's been a long pattern. And I think, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of like hurt and upset. And, you you know, there's a lot of things that go down this year because of, you know, things that have happened before. You know, I love Lisa Rinna. Sometimes we'll watch on her Instagram story the old episodes. And it's so funny watching her commentary. Oh, she's hilarious. It's, she's, know, she's so, so funny. funny. Uh, I think... I do. I, I want to say that I do sympathize with Lisa for what she's going through and everything. I, I don't want to seem insensitive or whatever. But so we see you at the Vanderpump Dogs with your kids. You say they always look at the dogs. Have you guys gotten a dog? We did get a dog. Yeah. Um, but okay. not from Vanderpump Dogs. Not from, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I haven't been to Vanderpump Dogs um, in a long time. But sure. we used to go all the time because our kids, we, you know, right in that area. So you haven't talked to her since the I have blow not. up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you anticipate ever talking to her? I mean, here's here's how. I, actually, I spoke. I've I spoke to her one time since her and I had our person. And I, what I need to also make clear: we all have our personal issues. There, there's no like group Gang mentality up. here. And yeah. the way I feel, every person's relationship with somebody is it's on them. I am not one of those people that if I'm not getting along with somebody, I want everybody to not get along with somebody. I really don't care. Yeah. I'm really just about my personal feelings, and I'm pretty good at. Um, I can coexist yeah, and I can be cordial. And I think Lisa and I did that once together. Yeah. She showed up to the premiere for like a, a minute or two. Uh, right? That was before any of us got there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I love it all. I'm so excited. <laughs> Aren't you get, glad you got me right <laughs> off the tip of this? <laughs> oh, I'm so thrilled. Uh, so what about the, uh, the Dorit situation? Was there two dogs or something? Do you know any, I don't know. You, if know, you know, about uh, that. this is all going to end up coming up. Um, you know, I think that whatever it ended up happening with Dorit and the dogs, I don't even really know the full capacity of it. I do know that Dorit and Lisa, Dorit had thought she had cleared that all up with Lisa. So the fact that it was all coming up again on camera is confusing. And I'm not, and you see me when I'm told, when I'm, Talking, talking about the situation at Vanderpump Dogs, you see me get upset. And so you then you have to start thinking back to last year. Why right. was I told? Who did right. I have an issue with last year? Well, I'll tell you something. <laughs> I told you that or I, I had you had confronted me because you said I, you, I said you were boring last year. But I've said on the show, I turned a corner because I realized that you were so steady with your accountability last year that this season, I feel like we need that voice and presence because other people have tried in the past to call out some of the things Lisa's done on camera, but it's always been someone like Brandy who we've seen so many irrational sides of that I feel like it's a good dynamic. Well, I think uh, here's the thing, regardless of I'm not, I'm very far from perfect. I make sure. mistakes. You'll see me make them. You see me like, you know, going, I'm going through it this year. Like you see the, the highs and lows of a woman whose business is exploding, who has little kids, who has a, you know, a family who's doing the best that she can. And so you see me go in waves, but you also see that I cannot live with injustice and I cannot live with not telling the truth. Justice warrior. Yeah. (laughs) 
So it like it eats away at me. And um yeah, so you watch it completely unfold. Now I have a question about the fan base. I see people online like the way that they talk to you guys, the housewives and Bravo celebrities, and specifically certain housewives have very fervent fan bases. Like, does that bother you at all? Or how do you handle all that? You know, the only time it re- like, yes, I'm not going to say I do- I've never looked at it. It doesn't bother me. I'm above. No, of course. It eats away at you a little bit. Um, the things that bother me is like kid stuff. Oh, you know, like yeah. that, that'll annoy me if people are like, you need to cut your son's hair. And I'm like, he likes it oh, that yeah. length. That's like, why gross. do I need to, you don't want to, here's the thing. You don't want to like fight back, but sometimes it just like, if it triggers you, like it bothers me when somebody talks about my son, like he likes his hair long. He likes it in his face. He thinks it's cool. And I like to let him do what he wants to do. And I get so much heat on it. Like you're a terrible medic because oh you God. won't cut your son's That's hair. That's disgusting. And I'm like, <laughs> that disgusting. makes me mad. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It makes me mad. Yeah. People, I just see a lot of it and it's like so aggressive and especially like certain, certain housewives have just these very intense fan bases and i see the way they comment on different things because a lot of times i'll post a meme or something and yeah. they'll, they'll think i'm the person and then <laughs> like, i see what they say and i'm like oh my god it's so awful i mean i think the thing is sometimes you have to like have an open mind and not blind loyalty yeah oh yeah, yeah. and i think if you do that and uh, that's how i feel even going into my second season like i had to really just have an open mind try like even you know with erica like erica and i both said last year at the reunion. Okay, we're going to start fresh. And we did. Um, let's talk about Denise. Did you, were you a fan of her stuff before? Of course. I, I mean, <laughs> forever since I, like, as long as I can remember, people used to say like, oh, you kind of look like Denise Richards. Um, so I always like kind of, like I already followed her on Instagram and those kind of things. We were in a mommy and me class together um, with, when with, she had Eloise. Um, oh, and so you I had knew her sleep. a little bit. Yeah. I knew her a little very bit. A little, little. Bit, yeah. like, I think like high enough to like, I'm Teddy and this is my daughter's slate. Um, but she, I mean, she's hilarious. She has absolutely no filter, which is amazing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I don't really know how I feel about it, but I'm excited to find out. And wild, th- I think we're around the same age and wild things. I remember when it came out, it was like, <laughs> Ugh, wild things, drop dead, gorgeous. Drop dead gorgeous Come is on. my fave. You know, it's my fave. I know I'm dying to talk to Denise. You have to tell Denise to come on the show. I I just, I'm dying to talk about drop dead gorgeous. Ugh, Cause it's one of my faves. She's hilarious. Now I want to talk about these robberies. Your husband does security systems is are all these robberies common? Is that a common thing in Beverly Hills? Or, well, I think it's Erica's happening a lot. Five. So Erica said she was around yeah. five times, Kyle and Dorit. There, I think what ends up happening is there becomes like rings. Yeah. And I mean, it was happening a couple of months ago with like a bunch of the different like uh, Dodger players as well. And what ends up happening is they start like tracking your social media, seeing when you're not home. And then if, you know, it, it, it's gross, but people, they make careers out of yeah. figuring out. And then sometimes it'll happen through, it's just through people that maybe are working in your house or, you know, they know your vulnerabilities. Yeah. I feel like it must feel good that you're married to someone who does security. Like I would, I would oh, like I'm cra- we yeah. have cameras all over <laughs> our house. We are so crazy. We, like every time anything even like cracks open, it's like ding, 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 door open. And I'm like, like my living room, my TV has little cameras of every single one of our rooms. And oh, yeah. like, I am, no, we're on it. My boyfriend's a techie. And so he has, we have cameras. I mean, this <laughs> shitty little apartment, but it's like, there's stuff everywhere. Cause he's the same. He's like, yeah, you just want to feel protected. <laughs> so you and Kyle are really close. Yeah. What do you like about Kyle? It, it's effortless for me. Like friendship, when friendship can feel effortless, that's, that's really 
the the dream because we have the same interest. We have fun. It's easy. We don't take things personal. Like we're not uber sensitive to one another because like I really have love for Kyle. Like, and if Butch can, I would do, uh, you know, the same. It's very rare in life, I think, to meet such a good friend when you're, when you're not a kid, like older, like, but like I met her and yeah, it took us like a little bit to warm up, but like ever since then, like she's a person that I would call if, you know, I felt sad or if I felt happy. And I think the same is in reverse. And you guys work out a lot together. Oh, we too. work out yeah. a lot together. We've traveled a lot. We've done like whether we're on the show or not, we're hanging out. And so I've seen all, you know, we've seen each other's all of our sides and you know what? She's the same. And the thing that I think is so special about Kyle, when you see her outside of the show as well, every single one of her friends feels exactly the same way because she, she makes you feel special. Yeah. What about Kim? Will we see more of Kim this season? I You're, love you Kim. Will, you'll see Kim. I mean, Kim is like, when I first met her, I was like, oh my God, she's like, she's funny. She's got, she's quick witted. And I hadn't seen any of those past seasons or anything either. Oh, so you never saw any of like, the fun I didn't see any of it. But like right Kim. from the giggle, the first thing she says to me, she's like, I need an answer. Come on, Miss <laughs> Accountability Coach. And I'm like, I'm an accountability coach for fitness, not like life. <laughs> Take it off. She's so funny. <laughs> Wait, so what did you what do you think watching the old seasons? Like aside from watching like the dynamics of the LVP stuff, like what else are you into? Do you like any of the old ladies? Like anyone that you're like, oh, they should come back? Uh, I mean, I think I still have a lot more to watch. I mean, it would take me a very long time. I'm just getting like b- bits and pieces. I watched some like old reunions. Oh yeah, um, the reunions are good because they show all the they, clips. That so show you the see clips. So I'm yeah. like getting the cliff notes. I mean, I think the the biggest thing is just. The shock value of the show. I get why people watch it. I guess I didn't understand before, but now I get it. It's like a complete escape. But the yeah. problem is, it's not an escape not for escape me. For this I is know. my life. <laughs> it's totally a <laughs> escape. I watch it like sports. I mean, I like it, it's sports for me, and I love it. No, I mean that's how I felt. I, I watch Jersey now. Yeah, and like last night was it last night? The finale. I was like, oh my gosh, when that happened, when she threw him in the pool. Your husband's in and the my, pool. Uh, my husband goes, hold on, did that? Did they just throw them in the pool? I'm like, yeah, they did. And it's also great because everyone has a different flavor. Like every franchise, it's like Jersey is so different than Beverly Hills and New York is so different. Yeah. It's it's great. Let's talk about Andy's baby shower. I I was literally obsessed with all of, I was watching your footage. I was watching, speaking of Jersey Margaret's footage. I was watching everyone's Instagrams that day. It was so thrilling. Yeah. Well, going into it, you don't really know what you're going to expect. So at first we're like all pretty tame. We're like being chill, like having a glass of champagne. Everyone's like making small talk. Everyone's being nice, getting along. And then, I mean, we weren't being filmed. So then it's like, I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody's like, hey, should we should we switch to hard alcohol or something like oh that? God. And then like soon it just became like a show. It was so wild. Show. It was so fun. And seeing Rena just tell everyone to get on the fucking table and dance was just the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no. I mean, there was a point where the, you know, the guy who owned um, the restaurant was like, we have to open for dinner, guys. Like, you have to go out, leave. And I had to call Craig, who owns Craig's. And I'm like, hey, can I come over with uh, with some friends? And he's like, sure. And I go, well, actually, it's 37 of us. It's all about housewives. Wait, so everyone went to after we party at Craig's? We went to Craig's. <gasps> we went to Craig's from 530 to 730. I get home. Mauricio has to take Kyle and I back. I get home and I'm like, babe, I'm sorry I've been out so late because he was <laughs> watching the kids. And he's like, honey, it's 7.38. You're fine. That's funny. That's so funny. Oh, it was so fun to watch. So, oh, wait. There, was there something with John Mayer at the baby shower? Or something? Oh. He said something and somewhere, I know. People keep somebody asking. told me to So ask. here's the backstory. So okay. I'm sitting here. John Mayer's sitting here. He's like, I've never watched The Housewives. You know, I'm like, yeah. okay, but you're here. Um, 
And I'm like, he's, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I hadn't either, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so are you married? And I said, well, it's called the housewives. We're, we're all married. And then one of the other wives goes, well, I'm not married. So you can't say that. And like, you know, whatever, we're just laughing. And I go, well, I'm one that's currently married. So it was all like as just a, a fun little, a fun yeah. little thing. And then I started getting all these like DMs like, hey, what? And I'm like, listen, you, <laughs> you got to tell the backstory what, of something first. Was I, fi- I feel like he would be very disarmingly charming. Like, I don't I don't typically like John Mayer, but I feel like if I were to met him, I'd be I'd be a little bit. I mean, we'd be having a different conversation if it was Enrique Iglesias. Really? Oh, my God. Yes, yes, <laughs> <kidding>. yes. <laughs> Is he your number one? Like, who would be your number no, one? My number one. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your husband sort of has her in yeah. the vibe. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about Camille. What's going on with Camille this season? Like, will do you think, is she the one who doesn't want to be full-time? Because it seems like, why is she around so many seasons just as a friend? Well, I don't know. Because, I mean, she put up a little picture of herself. Like, she photoshopped herself with and said because i wasn't in the group photo so i don't know if that would be the case so she wants to be full-time, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't i have absolutely no idea yeah i think she I, i'm not weirdly i'm not in charge of the negotiation <laughs> process <laughs> i know i'm trying to get everything out of you i'm like they're not like bravo isn't like teddy we'd like you to also handle our business relations right because i turned a corner on camille i don't like i no longer like camille i'm totally excited for rena <laughs> <laughs> But with all the ladies, that's what's so fun about the show is you you switch on a dime. You switch. I mean, I I can't believe how I've changed. It, like, not changed, but how my feelings and relationships have changed from year to year. You know, as as your relationships grow, as you get to know people, as you get to see, you know, all the different sides of everybody, you're going to feel differently. And they may continue to switch. Yeah. When do you guys do the reunion? It's not oh, for a while. Not for a while. Not for a while. Are you nervous about it? No. I, I I'm not... I'm not more of a, here's the thing. I have a clear conscience. So yes, there are going to be hard things for me to watch this year. Very hard. Like to the point where I was like, dad, let's not tune in. I'm going to tell you what episodes to not watch. Wait, does your dad watch? Yes. He like got on me about it. He's like, Teddy, why'd you wear so many hats in the first episode? (laughs) And I was like, because I didn't want to do my hair. Well, you know, I'm obsessed with your dad and Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan's like my number one queen. And I just, I just. I'm not going to ask you to talk about her, but I just want to let you know that I love her. And maybe well, I love her too. Maybe send a message that I want her back on screen, wherever that is. <laughs> like I'm dying for her, her to just be in another rom com or anything. Like I just love. She's my favorite. I talk I about her all she's, the time. She's really amazing. Yeah. So what is? Oh, oh! I got to ask you this while we're talking about your dad. Uh, Jessica Simpson did. I think I'm in love. You know, oh, I'm I, also of obsessed. course, I love that song. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I was just wondering, like, did you love it when I came out? Was that exciting for you at the time? Because we're I'm trying to remember what. I, maybe I was like a senior. Would it have been like when I was a senior in high school or something? Around there, yeah. Because uh. she sampled Jack and Diane, which is your dad's. I mean, Jessica Simpson was like everything. Like I know. I remember thinking it was huge. I know they had to like do a deal because when you use. So I remember hearing about it. I was like, you got to do it, Dad. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have to do anything. Like, what do you mean? You like, She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I love that song. I, I mean, I still love Jessica. Simpson. It's so good. I I mean, I love Jack and Diane, too. But sometimes I'll be in the grocery store and it, like that first little thing. And you're thing, like, every and, time I see you, baby. <laughs> I get so excited when it comes on. And you were going, you were possibly going into the singing field at one point. Oh, right? my God. When I first, I know, we've talked about this. We've talked I, about this. When I first came out here, I was like, okay, I either want to be a singer or an actress. The problem is I was not good at either one of them. And I did not a lot take, of people aren't. I did not take criticism well either. 
So um, I I was like, you know, I had one. I had a, a situation where I I booked a pilot. Well, I was like got the final callback of a pilot, and somebody's like, "Listen, you know, we we want you, but the problem is you need to lose weight." Ugh, and that I was my very final <laughs> audition I ever. I was yeah. like, "No thanks." I like. I remember pulling out, like probably going and ordering a pizza, and, like, <laughs> yeah. eating my problems, sending an email to my manager and saying, "Don't ever send me no. on another audition again." I used to go on commercial auditions all the time, and it, they would always be so humiliating. And I was like, <laughs> I just eventually was like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not interested. It's really like being a 17 year old kid coming to LA and thinking, like, I have the world is at my feet. Like, I yeah. lived in my like studio apartment, like with my bunk beds. I thought I had so many options. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You just don't. Yeah, you're gonna have happening. to work for it, Teddy. It's not all happening. You're, <laughs> which, speaking of, it's not all happening. You're also friends with Sheena Shea. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. So what? How did you? You guys become friends just from like the bravo world? we just no we just met we actually met at the tom tom event okay and then we she was just at the super bowl and so when we were at the super bowl together we just like started hanging out like we're at the same party and then we were sitting at this like the table of the guy that we were there with he just asked sheena he's like oh are you going back to la tomorrow too you can ride on the plane with us and so that's how that all went down Wait, I'm going backwards in time. You also recorded a song. Oh, yeah. You posted this. It was like, was it a country song? Or I'm um, I'm, un- I'm unclear what it what it was. <laughs> it was a defied genres. But you know what? I, I nobody's reached out to me for a record deal yet. <laughs> Would you ever do like a housewife song? Because I, you know, I love a studio. <laughs> I love a housewife song. I, I, you know, I can't ever. Oh my god! I can no, never just, say please never. Do it. Please do it. But I. I don't see it's not in the cards right now. Can we here's what I'm dying for anyone to do. Okay. I want one Bravo Liberty to do a holiday song, like a Christmas song. Okay. Because I know that every gay What and about woman, a housewife duet? I would love it. I would love it. You and Rena just <laughs> You and Rena just a song about getting on the fucking tables and dancing. It would be amazing. Oh, I would have to go into it knowing it was to be laughed at. Well, that's what I. That's why I think you a, have to go in with right. a sense of humor. A Christmas song would be so great because people would listen to it in like a fun, kitschy way at the yeah. holidays. So, and it it would just be like a fun. Every gay would play it at their holiday party, <laughs> which like, is kind of a dream. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Uh, and I don't think we've gotten anything from the Beverly Hills Housewives in terms of music. Well, Erica. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What am I thinking? Of? <laughs> Have you you've seen her live? Yeah, she was great. We we actually just went. She did her Two Face launch and she performed there. Does she get in the mix more this season? I feel like a lot of times she's kind of like the, and I love it, but she's a little bit more of an outsider and commenting on other people's. I, I think everybody this year is like speaks their speaks their mind about yeah. how they're feeling about things. She, you and her had a little contentious relationship last season, but you're good now. I mean, I think. Th- the thing about last year is if you watch, we never really spent any time together. Yeah. So every situation that her and I had, it had to be where both of us had to speak our, you know, our minds about something. And when you don't have a relationship outside of that and you disagree, it feels much more dramatic than it actually is. And, you know, so then when people come to me and they're like, you know, how could this have all happened when Lisa had your back last year and all of these, th-, you know, like people get so dramatic about these things. But, like, we also had to keep in mind, like, when that was happening with Eric and I last year, I had already – you see me say goodbye to everybody. You see me in that car crying, and the reason I'm being filmed is because Lisa Vanderpump is in that car. Mm. So I'm already gone. I've already said bye. Right. The reason it can carry on is because somebody else is still there. 
Right. So. Yeah, put it together. There's no missed opportunities. Well, I wonder. I don't know. I'm just so excited about all this Vanderpump stuff. I'm like very curious. And I do. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited, Teddy. It's thrilling. Anything else you could tell me about all of it? (laughs) The only thing. Okay. I can say this on a positive note. We all laughed more this season. Like, we had some really fun times as well. Like, you see the entire group. Like, there are points. Like, we went on one of our trips where, like, we were crying laughing. Like, beyond. Like, it It was so nice to have that as well because people are like, there's all this drama and blah, blah, blah. But to also be able to have fun with everybody, it makes you really understand why it all happens. Like, why? Like, people are like, why would you choose this life? It makes no sense. And it's because. Because of those moments, it's fun. We have yeah. we have a lot of fun, and like in the end, you're surrounded by the good and the bad. You're surrounded by a lot of smart, strong women yeah. that like you're going to learn from, you're going to grow from, and even if you have some bad stuff that happened, like in the end, we're all good people, right? Do we see more brand? We see Brandy in at least one scene. Is it just one scene? I, I it, never met know? Brandy, okay. so I don't know. Um, I I saw her as much as you did. Yeah. <laughs> And then is there two trips? Do we have how many? We took, a, I feel like we took a bunch of trips. I'm trying to think. We didn't want to. Is Lisa I on think there's like them? three trips. Is Lisa on any of them? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Teddy, thank you so much for chatting with me. Where can people find All In? Where can people find you? Allinbyteddy.com um, is my website. And then I'm at Teddy Mellencamp. And then also, if for any like fit tips and stuff, you can go to my Instagram at goallinbyteddy. What's the biggest fitness or diet mistake people make? The biggest one I think is by calling it diets and going on this like very intense diet as opposed to thinking about it as a lifestyle change because diets, you're going to fail. You're going to give up. You're going to want to cheat. You're going to want to do all these things. But if you really start shifting your life and making big life changes and just sticking to it, you will. Like, for example, I don't eat white carbs. It will not happen. Will I eat brown rice? Yes. Will I eat oatmeal? Yes. Like, I've made that shift. So there's nothing that's going to happen where I'm going to change. Sure. And I live with that because that's, you know, I've made that statement. That's who I am. Right. How about fitness trends? Is there one you really love, like a fitness class or something? Like we saw the goat yoga. Um, oh my God. That <laughs> looked so fun. I want to try that. No, I mean, for me, I'm, I love cardio. So anything that gets my heart rate up and like makes me feel good after. Right. And I've seen you at Running Canyon before. So I, I know. I know. <laughs> yes. Teddy, thank you so much. This was so lovely. Thank of you. Of course. Thanks. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. 
Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow. There was so much information in that interview. I'm so excited to watch the rest of the season. Again, we'll be recapping The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week and Vanderpump Rules after the episodes air. And then on Thursday, there'll be a new Lohan recap. So thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. Sending all the love in the world. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.